Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Erica Davies Cole. Erica Davies Cole is an international speaker, humanitarian, and philanthropist. She's the co-founder of It Takes a Village Africa Corporation, which is a nonprofit organization that focuses on STEAM programs. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Mathematics. Erica has facilitated numerous business management workshops around West Africa, in addition to being a spiritual advisor within the African communities. Erica is an astute community leader and a mentor to the youth population in Liberia. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Erica Davies-Cole. Okay, so Erica, thanks for joining. I read your bio and I love how you decided to found an education company in Africa. That's amazing and education is so important, especially in underrepresented areas and for underrepresented people. So kudos to you, Erica. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, so Erica, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be a guest on She Leads podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You're welcome. All right, so let's talk about leadership. Erica, I feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree? Yes, I totally agree. Even if you work as a, a cleaning person, you you are leading to get something accomplished. So you are you are a leader. Thank you. It's awesome for us to be able to take ownership of what we're leading people to and what we're doing. So I, I totally agree with that. Thanks for that. So Erica, can you share when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? I think it started a long time ago when I was, I think I was in middle school and I wanted to move to Africa because my parents are, are Liberian and I always used to do research on the country, what's going on. And I always was like, oh my goodness, why, after all these years, why they still have children, why they still have these commercials with these children with flies in their eyes? So I was like, I have to go over there and see what's going on. Why am I here in America? So after realizing that at a young age, I always worked different jobs and saved my money so I'll be able to go to Africa one day. And it used to be funny to people because they're like, oh, you're saving your money to go to Africa because it sounds so cliche. But that dealing with negativity and dealing with, you know, people not believing that would really transform my life as a leader because you have to lead, be able to lead yourself into the right direction. So that's when I discovered that I was a leader at a young age. Awesome. That's very inspiring. Thanks for that. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention on helping others do the same. Erica, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? 
My code of leadership is the, for me, I feel like it's important to be able to empower the people that is, that is around you. I never want to hang out with people that I have to grade. And I always want to be able to uplift the people that's around me because their success is my success as well. So it's very important when you are a leader and when you're leading people that you're leading them, that they're able to advance themselves, not being able to hold them into a box. So that's one of my examples of uh, being a leader to, to empower the people that's around me. Thank you for that. Yes, that is so awesome and such a great leadership quality and trait. Thanks for that. Okay. So Erica, I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, you know, more of an optimistic view. But can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? Yes, um, I could definitely share my parts of failure because in any business or anything that you have to do in life, you're going to have periods of failure. But what makes you a leader is how you overcome it and how you're able to learn from your failures. The first time that I really, well, it's a couple times that I failed, a lot of times in my life, but I appreciate it because it gives you your story, your story that you're able to share. The first time was when I came to back to Liberia and I bought like clothes and shoes and everything and dishes and all these things and it got stolen. And I was so angry and so caught up into it for like a year that I wasn't even able to function because I was so mad that I came to do something and my plans wasn't working. That was the first time, but I, I ended up getting over it. We got a replacement of things, was able to share it. Then it was another time, which was like when I really hit rock bottom, was when we had the Ebola epidemic here in Liberia. And I finished renovating. I, I did so many things to start the classes, to start the, the school and the organization. And everything had to be put, placed on hold. It was like nothing would happen. And then I ended up getting sick from being stressed and stressed out and thinking about what am I doing in Africa? If it's not happening, what is going on? Because you have to learn the culture. So the Ebola really took me to a place that I really didn't want to go, but I was able to overcome that, regroup, go back to Brooklyn in New Jersey. And I was able to know myself, learn about myself, learn about my spirituality and being able to be strong enough to come back over here and finish what I started. So uh, that is one of the examples of failure and overcoming failure that I have. Thanks for sharing. So resilient. That is so awesome because you could have just said forget it, but you didn't. Thanks for that. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. All right. So Erica, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? No, I, well, I, I'm also a feminist, so I believe in women's rights. But it's, a, it's another thing as well that women are, are, we're different. We're different. We have to go through different situations. Sometimes you go to these meetings, these men, a lot of the men don't take you seriously because they're like, oh, you know, she's too strong. So sometimes you have to act like, so, and then it's like, Dressing, it's just so many factors you have to deal with 
with being a woman and especially going to some of these meetings you go I go to the ministries they think it's time for girlfriend time you know they're like oh let me take you to a private late night dinner and you're like no <laughs> so it's a lot of things that you have to deal with especially if you're in the philanthropy NGO sector they feel like because you're asking them for money that equates to you dating them so that's another thing that you have to deal with. And then you also have to be able to deal with women, women, you know, of color that sometimes you feel like you're competing. They place us in the box that we feel like we're running a competition against each other. It's just totally not so because we all have different talents. We all are different. We all have different goals. We have different things that we're striving against. So that's why I always try to and strive to empower other women and see whether or not we can always form an alliance that we we understand that we are not competitors, that we're sisters and we are doing this together, but in different directions. Yes, thank you. That was so awesome. And that is so very important. Thanks for sharing that, Erica. Okay, so productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Erica, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Checklists. Yes. My, the thing that keeps me productive is having checklists. Checklists and goals and writing down the day before what I want to accomplish the next day. I'm still learning because I'm not the most organized as I want to, but that's something that I'm working on every day to be able to be productive, write my checklist, learn, listen, even if I feel like this person is not doing what I'm doing, I still listen, digest what they're saying. So I'll be able to learn from that. So yes, that's the way that I, I'm able to stay productive by having checklists. Thank you. Yes, they are very important and keeps us on the path we need to be on. Thank you. Yes. All right. So Erica, can you share an experience that either blessed or challenged your leadership and what the outcome or takeaway that you learned was? Um, I would say when I hit rock bottom during the Ebola time, that really was a changing part in my life. I left Africa discouraged, upset, angry at the government, at everybody, you know, listening to conspiracy theorists. And I was just angry. And I was able to get myself together, try to find a ticket to come back to America, even though I didn't want to. And when I did come back, I was really able to learn about myself. I was able to learn about uh, different spiritualities. I learned different things about myself, about my history. I made sure that I, I engaged my family members, learned about my ancestors, and I started videography. I met different people. I went to different groups. So even though it was like, I didn't want to go back to America because I was in Africa, I needed that to happen in order for me to find myself, in order for me to find in America 
to be able to engage in family members to find my roots. So I appreciate that. Well, it wasn't good because a lot of people died, but I appreciate that happening because it was able to make me stronger to come back for the comeback. Awesome. That is a great comeback story. Thanks for sharing. Okay. So Erica, can you offer our audience the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and how you've implemented it into your life? Yes. My best advice, I would say, as being a leader is to be understanding, to be understanding, to be able to listen to people that you are leading and try to understand them and, you know, what they're going to and be able to digest what they're saying and what whether you qualify or unqualify, whether or not you want to follow or you think it's a good idea. And also to be able to teach the people around you and not forget about mentorship. You know, everyone needs a mentor to be able to guide them in the right direction or that friend that will keep it real with you because she's like, whatever, I don't care about your feelings. I want to tell you my truth and tell you the truth of what I feel about you. So best thing as a leader is not to be surrounded by yes people. Yes people that's just going to say yes everything you do. Oh yeah, you're the great, you're great, you're great. Oh yeah, you're not doing anything wrong. So I try to keep myself around the critics to listen to what they're saying, but then I don't have to listen if it doesn't apply to bettering myself. That's one of the ways I feel like being a leader and what leaders have told me, that works for them as well. Awesome. I like it. All right. Well, thanks, Erica. You made it to the finish line. How do you feel? Oh, I feel awesome and empowered. <laughs> Great. Great. My story. Yes. Awesome. Well, Erica, I want to thank you again for being my guest on She Leads podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and ventures they would benefit from knowing about? Yes, I want to share the, the organization is, is called it, it Takes a Village Africa and we're pushing full steam for our STEAM, Liberian STEAM children, which is science, technology, engineering, arts and mathematics. We signed up over 5,000 students here in Liberia that a lot of them have never been in school. So we have a lot of 10-year-olds reading at an ABC, or well, not reading, but need to learn their ABCs. So we, we also started e-learning, a program that we will have the students learning their ABCs and having different techniques on how to teach a large population of children their basic alphabet. So um, we partnered with 25 schools and the 25 schools are, are happy about this collaboration. We have a website. Our website is www.ittakesavillageafrica.org. And we have a page as well on Facebook called My Village Africa. And we're engaging and we, we want people to be involved and participate anyway and at least share your story as well or share your experiences with in Africa. All right. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. I really enjoyed this interview with Erica. I admire how she knew what she wanted for her life at such an early age. 
And I also love her determination to live her childhood dream in spite of the obstacles she faced. Successful leaders do not give up. And Erica is a true example of the importance of perseverance. I actually have a personal connection to Erica. She and I are fellow alumni of Franklin High School in Somerset, New Jersey. We both were part of the graduating class of 1999. Go Warriors! It's especially great to see someone you graduated with doing well and letting their light shine in their own unique way. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. My key takeaway for this week is the importance of having people around you that give you sound advice. Erica advised on having a mentor or a friend that is gonna tell you their true feelings. According to Erica, we should not surround ourselves with yes people, but instead critics and realize we only have to take advice that will better ourselves. I totally agree with this concept and I'm grateful Erica spoke about how important it is. I actually have a section in my book about this I refer to it as the importance of your counsel. Along your quest to be a great leader, you need people who are gonna challenge you by giving you honest feedback, even if it means disagreeing with you. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think about the one thing you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at once, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at one time. When I attend trainings or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. If you decide to take me up on my challenge, I would love to know about your key takeaway. If you care to share, please go to my blog on NicoleWalker.net and leave your comment under the section for today's episode, which is Leadership Empowerment with Erica Davies Cole. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.